Real News Radio. True, honest, and not fake news. Okay, so we're first going to talk about the big story of this day that has come out just in the past few hours. Uh, Antifa showed up in Berkeley at a pro-Trump rally, Berkeley, California, that is. Uh, and they caused a lot of trouble. Antifa did what they do best, which is cause trouble. Uh, they pepper sprayed some people. They were hitting people with sticks. They were hitting people with helmets. They were even actually hitting someone with a skateboard. Uh, this guy named Tim Poole, a journalist, was filming it, and he saw three M80s uh, being thrown by Antifa uh, into crowds of Trump supporters there at the pro-Trump rallies. Uh, so those are definitely very dangerous explosives that could easily take someone's toe off. Uh, they also threw a smoke bomb. They didn't realize, though, that the wind was actually going in their direction, so they had to retreat as they realized their mistake. But I've been seeing conflicting reports. Some are saying four arrests. Some are saying 15 arrests. Uh, but other than that, Antifa has been saying they're going to you know, bash the fash. They're going to stop all these Nazis. They're saying to punch a Nazi. They're provoking violence, obviously. They are a terrorist organization, but... Magically, they believe all these Nazis are not on the left. All the people that are, are against all those things that, that the Nazis are, are somehow on the right, the American right, which is right. very pro-individual liberty and you know uh, patriotic, um, uh, limited government. Yep. It's, it's amazing to me that, that they completely changed everything they believed just to conform to what the left considers wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If, if you didn't get the sarcasm, Nazis don't yeah. believe anything that the modern right believes. Yeah. Um, so We're being really... super sarcastic right now, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Um, the, uh, yes. Antifa are real fascists, and they, yep. they, they can't really find any Nazis other than, I suppose, themselves. Because, you know, I've, I've always found this really interesting. The the people calling other people Nazis are the ones who want to bring in boatloads of um, people from a part of the world that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean, but I'm pretty sure that most of the Middle Eastern countries aren't really very friendly towards Jews. Uh, I, 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 could mean, be, I could be wrong, but, but you know. I mean, there are, like, opinion. a lot of Middle Eastern countries that have banned uh, Israelis from... Uh, traveling to their area, wow. so I. But that just. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I guess I you know, know. When it comes to the left, consistency is a social <laughs> construct invented to oppress. Um, uh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Insert random oppressed group. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I I know what you mean because, um, it is rather crazy that the. We've come to a point where the anti-fascists are the fascists. Mm -hmm. It's not like uh, these people are calling themselves anti-fascists, but they're going out peacefully. They're demonstrating. They're saying, you know, we don't want Nazis. They're actually going out there, and they're beating people with sticks. They're hitting people with skateboards. They're probably going to run someone over with a Prius next uh, that they disagree with. Uh, no, I maintain, Sean. <laughs> it is impossible to run somebody over with a Prius. That 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 that's true. I mean, not have enough torque to get over a lump more than, you know, squirrels. Well, size. by the time it reaches sixty, you would have aged sixty years old yourself. Because these cars, um, if you haven't noticed, they're pieces of crap. Um, <laughs> they run on uh, 
plankton it seems like yeah. they don't have any power there's they're made out of plastic they run on tofu farts. <laughs> yeah i mean they are the worst vehicle ever i was talking about this with uh the alex new ones are so ugly they're disturbing to look at it's like it's disturbing. like disturbing it's like if if an anime oh. or an, an, like <laughs> an anime artist uh, decided to design a car Oh, Jesus. And then and then also wanted to make the car have Down syndrome. <laughs> Anime in real life, people. <laughs> it was a terrifying um, thing I saw the other road. Like every time the I see one, one go awful. by, I'm like, oh no, that poor little car. <laughs> it's so sad. Then the people buy them. Oh my god, not gonna get into that right now. But back on subject. <laughs> now that we've alienated every person currently driving in yeah. Prius. <laughs> Uh, just buy a Tesla. That's it's all a, I say. No, buy a Tesla. Buy a Tesla. They're awesome. Those things go zero sixty buy, in two point five seconds. That yeah, thing is buy, amazing. No, buy a Lotus. They are basically just as fast, and uh, they weigh half as much. Yeah, but they're not electric, so you aren't uh, the cool kid on the block. You know. Do you I have mean, any idea how horrible fun? the batteries are for the environment? That, mining that, and developing those batteries. Yeah, that's true. But you, to be fair, Tesla could. has made a factory in uh, Nevada, which is supposedly eco-friendly, and it has solar panels making the whole roof up. Maybe they doesn't doing matter. You still have to mine these like these eh. metals. The the yeah, I mean, most of the metals for for the battery come from like these dirty mines in China. That's that, true. Like, yeah. You know they. That, like people just die at, at like 15 from lung cancer <laughs> for being these, yeah yeah they just drop dead and then they get you know more of them because you know China doesn't China. care about its people China yeah we're yeah, gonna, yeah, we're gonna talk about China in a bit and all the other people in that area but um last point I want to wrap up this Antifa bit is that like Vince said uh, terrorism by definition if you Google it says the unlawful use of violence and intimidation especially especially against civilians in pursuit of a political aim <gasps> isn't that what these people are doing yeah I mean well, <laughs> imagine well, wait, wait, my shock unlawful, Sean? Oh, wait. yeah it's like <laughs> probably about a hundred of them over the last year have been arrested so yeah. it's definitely unlawful is it violent well I, I mean you can look beating up people's some... sticks mm -hmm. beating Sticks, uh, pepper spraying people, uh, you know, for no reason, knocking a guy into a coma, and yeah. when yeah. Uh, what was that? Uh, uh, was Milo that was supposed to be at UCLA or something? Oh yeah, that um, was crazy. Or Berkeley, or one of them, one of them, you know, uh, still these, Berkeley, you know, universities in Cali, you know, this rioting, setting things on fire, breaking everything, <laughs> doing you know millions of dollars in damage to public property. Yeah, um, real tall. I'm pretty sure that that sounds like violence to me, and it also sounds unlawful. And Sean, can you tell me if there are um, a uh, any possible um, political purposes that they could be forwarding, or are they just like they they just really like unlawfully destroying <laughs> things and beating people up? Or, I mean, I was thinking of their name Antifa, and I was like, I don't know what that could mean. I looked up and it said anti-fascist, and I was like, that doesn't sound political to me. Moving on, you know. Right. No, fascism is not a political ideology. That's like a, that's like a. It's it's a recipe, right? They it's like a recipe for for it's not very you know, tasty. a really good cake or something. <laughs> no, and it's not okay. Hitler cake. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, the thing is though, it's like these people. They're like, no Trump, no KKK, no fascist USA, and then they're beating someone over the head. It's like yeah. you guys do not realize, you know, in all seriousness, how bad this looks for you guys. No. It looks terrible. You if you want to make an argument, make the argument. Don't hit someone over the head with a freaking stick. <laughs> or worse. Um, 
But more madness is happening in the world, I tell you right now. North Korea, they had their little uh, parade the other day, you know, where Kim Jong-un actually comes out and, like, looks at his people for once. Um, uh, they had this parade where they showed off these two new intercontinental ballistic missiles um, in a parade, like I said, in Chongqing or Pyong- Pyongyang. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm Sounds not about right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough, uh, but they um, these are generally mock-ups, to be clear, um, but they probably have the real deal. Um, that's what people, were, uh, U.S. officials were saying. Uh, these missiles can, since they're intercontinental by their name, they can strike the U.S. and the EU. Um, and this has all happened after weeks of many moves by Trump. Uh, so one specific example I want to bring up that some are covering, some are kind of glossing over, is the fact that China turned away a North Korean coal ship, which doesn't sound like a big deal because people are like, oh, they banned coal from North Korea since February 2006. It's a U.S. sanction. But they still kept doing it. Um, like China has been doing with other things, they don't fully follow the rules 100%. But this is was a point where they actually strictly follow the rules. Mm-hmm. And that's what the big deal about this is. Uh, but I, I don't wait, think... There's another important part of this, and that is Ooh. that uh, Trump is, is fil- fulfilling a campaign promise, which <gasps> was to, um, to bring back American coal, coal industry. Yes. And, yes. and that's where China's getting its coal from now. See, that is what I was saying the other United day. States. I realized... This is one of those thoughts I actually, like, just out of the blue noticed. I was like... Wait, is that why he wanted to bring back the American coal? Was it because of this? And I thought, well, maybe he doesn't, you know, know this. Like, I didn't even know this was a thing. So maybe he didn't consider that. But I thought, wow, this is working out a lot better than I thought. I mean, it was one of those moments where you realize that it sounds good to begin with, but some people think it's bad. Like the left says, bad for the environment, all that stuff, which I can understand. But this part makes it so good that I fully back it without a doubt now of bringing back coal in America. Uh, But Kim Jong-un is a madman. He's crazy. He's, I don't know what he's going to do because he's so unpredictable. But I think we're fine. I don't think he's going to launch a nuclear strike. But at the same time, I'm applying normal logic of normal people to somebody who doesn't think normally. So he could do something. If he does, North Korea is going to turn into a... a place of one city, a lot of uh, internment camps, to then a parking lot in a matter of hours if he does that. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it, there's no way that um, he's going to get away with a direct assault on either South Korea or Japan or the United States without, you know, massive retaliation, which he definitely knows. Oh, I yeah. think he's just, he's just trying to get attention. You know, he's like, he's like, he's a, like a little shy. kid. Yeah, he's like a little kid. <laughs> uh, he's like a little kid that you know when somebody else is starting to get attention, like Assad starting to get attention. So he's like, yeah. he's like, no, 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 no. I want to be in the news. I want to be in the news. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, think about it. I mean, what else? What else does his life? I mean, he's already got all the power he could possibly want in that country. Yeah, you know, he can't really expand that power without you know assured destruction. So all he can do is like you know, uh, subtweet the president and hold, subtweet um and uh, hold rallies and uh, I guess rallies those are his campaign rallies right there hold parades you know showing off his military and then I love when like everybody turns sideways you watch the videos and they all like disappear they just turn into lines all these people oh yeah 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 because he's the only fat person in the entire 
in the entire country. <laughs> He's um, the only person that um that's American that country in the sense of his weight. Like I look at everybody there and I'm just like okay, skinny, emaciated, anorexic. And then you see this fat man. It's like, whoa, where'd he come from? And it's because he doesn't do anything to help his people. He doesn't care. All he cares about is his Big Mac and his little uh, nuclear model display that he likes to play with. And he, I don't understand his his like goal in the end. I, because I keep trying to think, what would he? What's his big plan here? I think his goal is just attention. I think he genuinely just wants to make the news. Because uh, I mean, what else? What else could he want? If if he has any semblance of understanding of what of like the capabilities of the United States and uh, the militaries of the rest of the world, he's not going to be able to do anything. Yeah. He, he's not going to be able to expand his actual power in any other way because he's already a completely totalitarian dictator. So all he can do is get attention from people. Well, that's the only that's like last rush he's got. I think I'm going to prove your point with this breaking news we just got. North Korea launched a missile, and guess what it did. It failed. <laughs> Another failed <Solid>. missile launch. <laughs> Wait, where? Um, let me see. I'm gonna bring up some very fake news, CNN, because um, they have it up. It says, uh, according to, uh, it came out of uh, Seoul, South Korea. An attempted projected missile by North Korea on Sunday failed. A South Korean uh, defense ministry told CNN the attempted launch occurred a day after it was the blah 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 blah. Okay, that's pointless info. Okay, basically all we know is that they launched it and it failed. So North Korea launched it at South Korea? That's what it sounds like. Okay. Uh, let me go to the AP. They're, uh, they're probably a little more trustworthy. Story's still developing. Oh, Let's go somebody to just got executed. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing. Like, he executes people, like, just out of the blue. Like, this, like, one guy just got killed. You know, it's like he's like. He's, he killed his uncle. Yeah, he killed his uncle. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a crazy part of the world. Okay, now Fox News. The part of the, South Korea is basically the, the same people, or used to be the same people, and they're yeah. they're pretty reasonable. <laughs> I think it's just him. It, yeah, that's true. I should be clear on that. It's just you have a madman running that country, and everybody else is starving and being forced into in, you know modern day Holocaust uh, centers, as Sean Spicer would say. <laughs> We're gonna get to that in a second. Um, for just because if you, in this country, um, if you speak out against the government. You're lucky if you get shot on the spot. If you're unlucky, you get sent to forced labor f- till you get country. shot. What? what was oh, that? You, you said in this country like it was the United oh, States. Oh, sorry. <laughs> in I North didn't Korea. Mean that. No, in North Korea, you're allowed to. Yeah. We still have the First Amendment. <laughs> we didn't elect Hillary Clinton. Remember, we still have the First Amendment. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I meant in that country. Because um, people don't under, you know, people here don't understand. You can go out and say basically anything today. If Antifa's in the neighborhood, you may want to be careful. But <laughs> you know, you can say anything you want today. But it's like that country. People don't understand what it's like. It's a dystopia. It's a living dystopia. Um, but Fox News uh, has a little bit more clear headline. They said latest North Korean missile test fails. So it sounds like it might be a test. South Korean officials say. Still not enough on that yet, but. That just happened uh, live here. Um, we're going to get off of that and we'll touch one more story real quick before we head to break in uh, under six minutes. Uh, Trump launched the mother of all bombs. Yes, it Moab. is. A Moab uh, in Afghanistan. It's the largest non-nuclear bomb uh, ever to be dropped by the United States of America. It was dropped on an ISIS tunnel system. There were some weapon stockpiles there and some other stuff, but they blew it up. Uh, the numbers initially said 36 ISIS members were killed. 
but today I just checked, and <coughs> they had up to 94 ISIS members killed, including four commandos, so that's, or commanders, I don't know if there's really a difference, but um, that was the casualties there. No civilians were hurt or killed yet. And the bomb, as we just fact-checked before this, cost only $170,000. So guess what? We just killed almost 100 ISIS members with uh, a price less than a Ferrari. I think that's a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, I, I think that that is, that is definitely some good old government efficiency. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, the, the point about that one was that there were a lot of um, how shall we say, liberals, leftists, <laughs> morons, um, sharing <laughs> articles on Facebook and <laughs> other places about how the, the, the Moab cost uh, $300 million. dollars. Yeah. No, it is less than, or is slightly more than one two thousandth of that. Yeah. So, no, it did not. It actually cost a lot less than the, the tomahawks, the 59 tomahawks. Right. It, it cost less than each one of those individually. So, yeah, no, it's literally just, it's just a big, Plastic and fiberglass casing with a crap load of TNT in it. That's all it is. And so it was it's successful. Pretty low budget. And it was quite successful. Unlike apparently. Kim Jong Un a yeah. second ago. <laughs> you know, like I imagine with Kim Jong Un. I think this was a Conan skit. I think. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was Conan. It was actually pretty funny. Like they, it was after one of his missiles failed, and it's like uh, these two like Korean general guys. They're like, what the? Oh, you know, they speak some sort of like Korean sort of stereotypical uh, dialect, you know, language. And they, the one guy starts running up, and then the camera zooms out, and you see one of those uh, plastic rocket toys with the air cushion thing that you jump on oh. to launch it. <laughs> and he runs up, and he steps on it. It just, it just goes, boop, and it goes like a few inches off and falls right down. <laughs> and then you got Trump over here that's got this giant freaking like a uh, missile that's like orange and green and yeah, like it, they kick it out like the door and it oh yeah yeah the way that they release that is they actually they have to like it's like um they fly it on a uh crap what are what are one of those the the, the bombers that like they like launch they drop like pallets of things out of and they literally push yeah. it out the they back do. they don't even, yeah. they don't have a bomber big enough to carry the thing <laughs> they just have to push it out the back of a big plane well, Trump said he would bomb the blank out of ISIS, and he just bombed the blank out of ISIS, fulfilling yeah. our campaign promise. <laughs> if you That's love it or hate mean. it, he did what he said. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so uh, we don't have enough time to talk about this next story, but we will after the break. But uh, basically, what's been happening, just to give sort of an overall summary, is that everybody's been flexing their muscles there's been a lot of action, especially from Trump, that I've been a little bit surprised at, at times, but I think he's trying to be proactive um, and deal with stuff quickly and not have to get too uh, interventionist later. So we'll see how this all pans out. But, uh, yeah, North Korea is... I think people underestimate and overestimate that threat that the country poses, but, this, you know, by still... As much as we like to kid around with it, and which is what we've been doing for the past like 20 minutes, uh, I li I'd like to keep it very serious though, because at the same time, this guy could have nukes. Obviously, he can't launch a missile, so who knows how good he really is at making this stuff. But it's one of the most isolated countries in the world, and I've heard like I remember on the news, um, I think it was a few months ago, like this kid got like arrested in North Korea because he and he visited there. Like, who would want to visit this country? 
Like, you see that one basketball player guy that goes there every now and then visiting it? It's crazy. I think people should – I mean, it's like out of all the countries to go to, you go to there. You don't go to the Bahamas. You don't go to England. You don't go to Germany. Well, I wouldn't go there right now either. But you go to North Korea. Uh, it's, again, one of the craziest countries probably in existence thanks to one crazy man. Uh, the only problem I fear is, like, let's say we take out Kim Jong-un. What's going to come next, if anything? Uh, I'm going to give you one last word, and then we're going to head to break. Yeah, I mean, just, re- you know, remember that it's it's people there. You know, the, there are real people suffering under, mm-hmm. under absolute tyranny, and, and absolute tyranny is what it is. It, yep. is, not, um, it is not any kind of, like, uh, benevolent ty- tyrant yeah. that Kim Jong-un is, uh, you know, he's yeah. hurting his own people. This is... That's it's unacceptable, tragic. and I think I hope one day in the future we will see a unified Korea. Yeah, um, it is really tragic because all these people are suffering all because of one guy. Um, as we have thirty seconds left, but I'm gonna say one thing that everybody listening should do is Google North Korea electricity aerial map, and you'll see that Pyongyang, their capital, has this bright light, you know, plenty of electricity, and then you see the rest of the country is completely dark. And then you zoom out to the rest of the country, oh, sorry, the rest of the world, and you'll see that that country is the oddest out spot in the world. It's so spooky to see that, but I recommend y'all seeing that. We're going to talk about a quick story, then we're going to talk about some two bigger stories. Uh, the first story, though, is the incident Spicer had recently um, <laughs> very infamous example uh, or infamous incident I can't use my words today freaking pollen uh, he was at a press conference talking about Assad and he said uh, a Hitler comparison now if you know anything about Hitler comparisons they've all been pretty ridiculous but this one was a big screw up uh, I'm probably underestimating uh some of these Hitler comparisons, but this one was, I was actually shocked he even said this, but here are his exact words. We didn't use chemical weapons in World War II. You know, you had someone as despicable as Hitler who didn't even sink to using chemical weapons. He was, And then a reporter uh, asked in and for a bunch of things happened, he kept trying to retract it, and he said he was not using gas on his people the same way that Assad was doing. Then another reporter asked whole bunch of scuffle and he clarified I was trying to draw this was actually uh, later uh, after that and said but he said I was trying to draw a distinction of the tactic of using airplanes to drop chemical weapons on population center any attack on innocent people is reprehensible and inexcusable uh, of course CNN was freaking out you know all these stations were freaking out they're like some people online were saying uh, Spicer's a holocaust denier that is absolutely ridiculous all he did was make a very poorly worded analogy. It was a total, total screw-up. I mean, I understand he's got a hard job. It's probably the hardest job in Washington because he's basically in front of a firing squad for an hour and a half. And if he screws up, you know, somebody's going to jump the gun on him and start tweeting out, uh, you know, Spicer said this, but... Spicer's uh, a Holocaust denier. Yeah, exactly. So... CNN, I, and I immediately said, yes, yeah, screw up, we can't defend it. But then CNN put out this headline, not making this up, 
This is not fake news. This is CNN's headline word for word. Sean Spicer just forgot the first rule of politics. Never compare anything to Hitler. And guess what, what CNN did? Compared Trump to Hitler. Dana yeah. Bash uh, from CNN said that Trump's promise to prosecute Clint is like Stalin and Hitler. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because, you know, that's everybody, regardless of whether or not you um, you agree with Trump, supported him or not, you recognized that everybody and their cousin in the mainstream media and uh, the Democrat establishment had been comparing Trump to Hitler for the entire yeah. election. So double it, standard much? Yeah, of course. That's what's bothered me about this incident is that, like I said, that CNN headline had I had to, I, I I saw that I was flabbergasted, but also not at the same time because I'm like, of course they do a double stand, but they go out and compare him to Hitler. You have all these people comparing him to Hitler. You have Antifa calling all his supporters Nazis, and they're like, don't make comparisons to Hitler. It's ridiculous. Well, the only thing that's good that came out of this is that. You know, maybe the mainstream media has convinced people that it's not a good comparison to make because it's silly. It's silly to compare a man that rose up in Germany, which has a totally different system of government, that uh, ran as a national socialist under the National Socialist Party. Uh, then later, or he was in prison, first of all, for attempting a coup on the government, which is violence, if you didn't know. And he wrote a book that was clearly saying, I hate Jews, I don't like Jews, I don't like these people, I hate these people. And then he grows to power and then kills 12 million people in the Holocaust, starts World War II, and apparently that's a valid comparison to a man that's made a very successful business in real estate, not killing people, and made a successful book on how to be successful in business called The Art of the Deal, not Mein Kampf, and then went on to become president after making a successful reality TV show. There is no comparison here. I'm sorry, people. It's silly to compare a dictator, a crazy man, a socialist, to a moderate Republican businessman that just wants to make America great again. Wait, but Sean... <laughs> It's, it's, um, hold on. Uh-oh. Trump doesn't like radical Islam. <gasps> oh, wait, hold on. Wait, let, let, I don't let, like let's, radical let's, Islam. Sean, Sean can, can, I be, can I be wrong here? <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that last time I checked, who, who was, who, who was, um, Hitler allied with in the Middle East? Was it, was it, was it the, um, the moderate? You know, secular Muslims, or was it was it possibly even was it wasn't the Jews? <laughs> what? Who was he? Who was he allied with in the Middle East again? Let's see. If I know my history correct, he was aligned with not only Japan, Italy, and a bunch of other countries, but he was aligned with some African countries. And I forget the Middle Eastern countries. I'm bad at this history part, so you yeah. got me on the spot. But I could imagine yeah, it no, wasn't was, any moderates. Was it Saudi Arabia? <laughs> um, yeah, yes. Well, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know if uh, those countries. Uh, yeah, my geography is not great, but I do know that Hitler do you know did Aleppo support um, the 
uh, radical Islamist uh, sects at the time in the Middle East and Africa as well. Imagine uh, but, my shock. Uh, yeah, and so so it's interesting that the only thing that is even remotely that is ever used to justify Trump being Hitler is something that didn't apply to Hitler. Yeah, like his his you know uh, genuine concern for you know defending Western values over um, Sharia law. Yeah, I, I just. It's almost like absolutely every criticism that the left makes of Trump is unjustified. Yeah, I mean, I like a valid debate with valid arguments with people that are rational and they're not jumping to, he's literally Hitler. But you hear this stuff and it just drives me nuts. And I think this is great because it now made everybody realize how stupid Hitler comparisons were, especially since... Um, they apply way more to the left than they do the right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because that's what's funny is people call Trump Hitler, and if you look at the policies, Hitler was anti-gun. He took him away, if you didn't know already. High taxes. Yeah, high taxes. He was a socialist. He believed in you know redistribution of wealth. Command economy. A command economy, not a free market economy. Deregulated economy. Not yeah. He was not a. He's not a fan of uh, free markets. Yeah, exactly. Put that way. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not a fan of free markets. Whereas Trump is saying, hey. Let's uh, bring back coal. Hey, let's bring back jobs. Hey, let's strip deregulate. red tape. Hey, let's deregulate. Lower taxes. Hey, yeah, let's lower taxes. Let's keep gun uh, freedoms yeah. and, and, and let's support protect the Second Amendment. Let's appoint a uh, constitutionalist judge that or justice that will support the Second Amendment. Does this sound like Hitler to you, Vince? Uh, was he the one that wanted to ban all kinds of guns? Was he the one that was... You know, one of his things was, we need more gun control. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was a candidate. There was a candidate that, that promised to increase taxes, increase regulations, uh, remove gun control, and basically crack down on freedom of speech, as well as um, uh, appoint, uh, you know, legislative reviewers, mm -hmm. Supreme Court justices, that would fundamentally agree with whatever the um, uh, the opinion of the masses or or whatever the liberal propaganda was of today <laughs> um, so I'm pretty sure yeah I, I don't was that Gary Johnson you're, you're right it was Gary Johnson that's who it was oh man I knew it Gary Johnson Gary Johnson, it was Gary Johnson what a man the, you know who spent a billion dollars on his campaign and still <laughs> lost <laughs> Imagine my shock of that too. To quote Paul Joseph Watson, but no, people, no, Hillary is the one that's more leftist. It's more socialist. We're not trying to say that she is going to start killing 12 million people and making uh, internment camps in Kansas. But what we are saying is that when you make these comparisons, you need the to look at everything. Only Democrats would ever do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wait, you're, you're oh, not gosh. wrong. Oh, I'm I'm forgetting my history. Internment camps. Those were done by FDR. Yeah, FDR yeah. was a radical right wing Republican. I forgot about that. Yeah, fact, I heard know. he was a fascist right wing um, authoritarian. Oh wait, no, he was actually he was a fascist left right wing, or he was a fascist left wing authoritarian. Yeah, <laughs> uh, exactly. And that's again, I don't like being the guy that makes Hitler comparisons. But if you wanted to make it, you'd make it to FDR, who's actually during World War II doing similar things. But we won the war, so I'm happy with that. But anyway. We're going to move on to the silliness of the mainstream media. Of course, that went over quickly. I mean, we knew it was just going to be a blurp in the uh, news cycle. But the thing that people were really obsessed with, I mean really obsessed with on social media, was the United Airlines incident, which we're going to 
get into in a bit, and Vince may have some differing opinions. I'll see. It could be interesting. But basically, a customer that paid for a ticket on a plane, got on the plane, got to a seat, was boarded, and the plane realized, oh, crap, we don't have enough seats for our four staff members. The plane was completely full. There were no empty seats. And so they said, okay, um, what we're going to do is we're going to ask everybody, can somebody voluntarily leave? We'll give you a, f uh, I think it was like $400 voucher. That didn't go over. And then they said, we'll give you an $800 voucher. I would have been like, oh, pick me, pick me. Because that sounds great. I mean, 800 bucks for like, you know, a flight and, like and that. And they'll pay for your hotel too. Oh, crap. I didn't know that. And they'll pay for your hotel people. So nobody volunteered at that point, which, again, I, you know, of course, I'm like, pick me. But at the same time, it's understandable, especially depending on the situation you're in. But then they had to randomly select four people. Three of them got off. The fourth one, the last guy, didn't. And so they had to forcibly remove him from his seat and off the plane. Now, to be clear, extremely clear, because this was some false reporting that was going out, it was not United Airlines that physically removed him. It was actually the... Uh, looking for the name right here. I'm actually losing it in my notes. <laughs> I'm not well prepared here. The Chicago Department of Aviation Security Officers... I want to make that extremely clear. Wasn't United themselves like it wasn't the pilot coming back going like, "Come here, man!" <laughs> like throw him out, like you know, dragging him out. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah, wasn't the movie Airplane. This was <laughs> actually just you know, peep. It was Get the. Get a hold of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It didn't go over like that. It was just the Chicago Department of Aviation security officers. Okay, so in that process, so the man was screaming. He got a concussion, broken teeth, broken nose. And, of course, that was captured on video because everybody's got a phone today, and people were losing it. I mean, it was obviously you don't see that every day on a plane. Um, unless I hope, not. <laughs> I hope not is right. Um, so they first, United Airlines said they overbooked. Then they changed it to they oversold. Now, an overbooked or overslight occurs – slight flight <laughs> – I can't speak today, <laughs> occurs when an airline sells more tickets than there are available seats. That wasn't technically the case because they just had no empty seats for the crew members. So that's where I think they got into their little confusion as the airline. Uh, and recently they came up with a new policy change requiring that commuting staff and crew members check in the flight 60 minutes prior to departure to make sure they had seats. I want to make something very clear, though, with this. People on social media jumped on the virtue-signaling bandwagon of, how terrible is this? This is un-American. This is awful. This is inhumane. And I can understand. Seeing a guy just forced to be removed from a plane like that and getting the injuries that he did, even though he did buy the ticket, it's, okay, it's extreme. It's bad. They shouldn't have done that. I agree. But, here's the big but. None of these people on social media were going, hey, let's all pay for his medical bills. Hey, let's support this guy. Hey, let's do this. They didn't want to do anything. They just wanted to go out on social media and say how uh, disgusted they were. I don't like that attitude because then they create this sort of moral superiority that they're in the high ground. Like, ooh, look at me. If you don't say what I say, you're an evil, crazy person. Uh, so I saw that reaction. That bothered me instantly about this incident, that people kind of use this to get social media moral brownie points. And I do not like at all when people do that. But at the same time, this situation, I think, could have been handled, obviously, a lot more humanely. But at the same time, the airline ran out of seats. They had to remove people. I get that. This man should have 
just said, okay, I understand. I'll take the voucher. I'll take the 800 bucks in the free hotel and walked off the plane. That seems reasonable to me. At the same time, if I were this man, um, I'd probably demand for more money back maybe. <laughs> I know I'm so greedy, but at the same – because it is an extreme inconvenience. But at the same time, you are under the United Airlines plane. This is their plane, their rules. You got to listen to what they say to a certain degree. You signed the terms of conditions even if you yes. didn't read them. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what do you, do you think they were ju- justified? No, they legally guy? had the right to do what they did. That's that's the bottom line. They legally had the right to do what they did. Right. Now, next question is was it an economically feasible position to take? Um so there's 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 two possibilities for what they they could have done. First is the one that they did. They forcibly removed the guy who back, right? Right. Second one is they could have um kept upping the price that they offered because eventually yeah eventually somebody's gonna, somebody's gonna take it i mean wherever you're going i mean to a certain point there's probably one person on that plane that that you know would even even if it means losing their job it would be worth it for them to get like i don't know if they upped it to 1200 or 2000 dollars or maybe 3000 4000 5000 and just keep upping it and and i'll get to a point you know you might think it's absurd look go to a million dollars oh my gosh Absolutely. that's a you know they have dollars. the money that's 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 probably you know 10 years of income for some of the people on that plane easily yeah. so but you know, you say, oh, well, that'd be ridiculous. That The company couldn't mm, afford that. No, they could. <laughs> the company could afford that. You know why they could afford that? Because I just looked it up, and <laughs> their stock dropped 4% because of this whole incident. Yeah, yeah. 4% for that that company is equivalent to reducing the value of the company by $770 million. Oh, wow. They so could have had up to $770 million. Is, <laughs> yeah, that, 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 exactly. You're right, Sean. <laughs> they could have offered $770 million yes. to, to a, a person on that plane to get off, and it would have been economically the exact same uh, result for them as a company. So clearly somebody made the wrong decision. Right. So I, I, it was it was not the right decision. Legally, yeah. they had the right to do it. Yes. And th- there's no point in virtue signaling saying like, oh, my gosh, this is just uh, what a world we live in where companies <laughs> are allowed to do that. You capitalism is so use, evil. Yes, evil <laughs> capitalism. No, they, they didn't even apply capitalism correctly. Yeah, yeah. If they would have applied capitalism yeah. correctly, then they could have increased the price. And they made it economically moronic decision by by forcibly removing because even if, even if he didn't get beat up even if he didn't get uh you know like if nobody got a video of anything right. they, they forced somebody to leave the plane yeah and and of course he's going to get on social media and it wouldn't be yeah. really as bad but it probably would have resulted in like Some at least backlash. at least his family members going you know I, i'm never going to fly united again yeah and and that's that's income lost for them that they probably you know could have easily you know, retained by just increasing the price that they were offering the people to miss the flight. Yeah. And and so that was just an economically, you know, I- illiterate decision on the plight of United, on the, the, the uh, part of United Airlines. So that that is my feeling on it. Once again, justified, mm. still the wrong decision. Or I not justified. It was, it was allowable. It was legally. Yeah, it was legal, but not right. Yes. And not smart. <laughs> I think that's actually an extremely good point that I have not heard brought up yet. That is a really good point because they already upped it from like 400-something to 800. So to 800. do that. Yeah, they already jumped. I mean, they could make it like a freaking auction house. Be like, I have 800 right here. Go on, go on, go on, go on, Once get 800. And then, and then if you get five people yeah. to leave, that want to leave the plane, then you, you start lowering the price. Yeah. Like, no, no, I'll, okay, I'll take 700. I'll, no, yeah. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take 650. <laughs> Dude, this could be great business. Yeah. It would have been a, That would have been a viral video in itself. Yeah, and, and that 
would have been so great for United. Like, like yeah. oh my gosh, I want to take, I want to get a flight on United. They give away free money. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> everybody likes probably would have got a stock bump from that. Yeah, I mean, they could have taken that advantage of that situation so well, but mm-hmm. they didn't. Like they, like, it, like I said, like I give the auction house example. Like they could, if they had a guy there that was from an auction house, they would have been like, hey, sir, you want to come up and do your auction house <laughs> thing? Like, I <laughs> <can't>, <laughs> yeah, they literally could have gone. I was trying to imitate, but I can't imitate well enough. So you could have given a guy some yeah, fame right there. Got eight hundred, eight hundred. Can I get it on nine hundred? Yeah. Nine hundred, nine hundred. Oh, I'll oh, take oh, it. Uh, nine hundred. Not, uh, you know, like you have like number cards you hold up, you know. There, there's like all it's by seat. Number, yeah, your ticket, like your boarding pass. Like, <laughs> oh, I got a nine. Yeah, they could have so much fun nine. with that. Yo, know, you could have everybody getting in on. Then you'd have so many people willing to do it, and it would have gone over smoothly. Somebody would have some money in their pocket, and they'd be happy. Yeah. And entertainment. And your stock would not have dropped four percent in seven hundred and seventy million dollars. Yeah, it was it was so stupid by them. They create all this massive backlash they cr- made people virtue signal like what could be worse it was terrible yeah, I mean, like and you know the the bad press that they've gotten from this is probably worth you know is probably even more of a cost to them yeah. than, than the devaluation of their stock because you know now forever you know i've never even heard of united airlines but forever i will remember that they were the ones yes. that dragged the guy off the plane and beat him up <laughs> yeah i know because like i saw and i was just watching economic decision yeah like, I was just watching Casey Neistat's vlog, who's a big Hillary supporter. But he was, like, and he flies everywhere. And, like, he was just on a United flight on that day. And he, like, turns to the one guy there. He's like, I'm never flying this, you know, United ever again. I'm like, that's exactly the problem is that people have that emo- quick emotional reaction of, I'm never going to do this again. I'm never going to support them again. And that's what happened. It was an incredibly dumb move on their part. Yes, like you said, it was allowable but it was dumb and it was not right this guy got you know of course i think he was acting i know it's a little traumatic to be dragged off a plane but he was screaming a little louder i think that you should have been <laughs> i mean you watch the video it's a little back on the plane that's like the dumbest part of the whole story it's like you already beat the guy up like why would you let it back on the plane yeah like that that's just the, that's gonna be worse for you <laughs> oh it's oh god it was terrible. but you know that's probably going to quiet down in a few days. There's probably going to be a few more legal battles. Like, they have their lawyer do a press conference and all that. But yeah. we'll see how that goes. And then in the end, United loses. That's, yeah, that's definitely probably going to be like a $30 million settlement to him. So yeah, that'll put it up over $800 million. They could have had given a guy a million dollars, and they still would have you know, lost way more money if they hadn't just given it away. Mm-hmm. You know, it's silly in the end. But in these last uh, seven minutes or so, we're going to talk about something that's even worse than that. Probably the worst news of the week. And poor economic decisions. <laughs> <laughs> this is the poorest economic decision. How would you like to live in a cabin all alone in Finland with a live stream in a museum of modern art to pretentious people and trolls to track you down and submit you to 4chan anime. Well, that is what Shia has done. Of course, I'm joking right there, but Shia has 
started after his He Will Not Divide Us failure. I thought it was a success, though, because <laughs> we saw the Trump spores go out. in the amount of people that got entertainment out of it yeah. was probably a lot higher than he thought it was going to be. I yes. thought it was the er- entertainment was certainly at his expense. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. That stream was one of my favorite. I'm going to remember that so well. It's like my favorite thing of yeah. the Trump like presidency. Tell is my kids about that. <laughs> hey, kids, look at this. There were Pepe's and Shaddy like, like some other funny people on here. I mean, this it, is why you don't try to virtue signal when you're dumber <laughs> than everybody else. <laughs> Yeah, Shia just makes him look like like an idiot because like people like when he set up that camera, it started off with people like the, his like cult followers in New York going, "He will not divide." If, us. if you're not aware, like quick rundown. So at first, uh, what uh, Shia LaBeouf did was he decided that you know Trump is such a divisive character that what he yeah, did was run that. a live stream for four years um, for his entire presidency with a uh, you know a, a camera right outside the museum uh, in museum New York, of modern art or something. It's a modern art no, museum that nobody goes. To, yeah, like it's, like it's some other, uh, you know, it's not MoMA, but it's a different um, modern yeah, art yeah. museum. And, and people would just, you know, show up and say, you know, whatever, they, he will not he will divide not us to, us, to the, divide the live stream. And then what happened was people thought this was a little bit pathetic and hilarious. <laughs> uh, and so they, they went to troll it. And they, <laughs> Successfully. You know, yeah, they drank milk and other things <laughs> that are, you know, they, they basically mocked the left constantly on this uh, live stream so oh bad that um, Shia LaBeouf, uh, took it down and moved it to uh, where is it? Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah, New Mexico. And moved it's it where to Walter New White Mexico. Is. Um, uh, moves the, the live stream to New Mexico and just points it at a flag. So nobody's just he will not divide us. Wait, in the flag. that was in Tennessee. He first actually it's a complicated story with a little shy right here in the past couple of months. He started in New York. Um, people trolled it so hard he felt humiliated that he took it down uh, for like a couple of days. They pulled it back up again. And then the museum got pissed off, and they said, we can't have it here anymore. So then you moved it to Albuquerque, mm-hmm. and then somebody got shot <laughs> in the Wait, facility. What? Yeah. Like, I, it was I was not related to the stream, but, like, somebody got shot, like, near it. Mm-hmm. So they decided, oh, we got to turn it off again. And then they moved it to where you said oh, um, with the flag. Yeah. Okay, so they moved it there, and 4chan found it and um uh, so this quick you're not f- familiar with what 4chan is it's uh it's a bunch of um anime you know, people unemployed very intelligent people on a message board yeah it just exist for the sole purpose of torturing shia labeouf um, and they they found this stream I, I believe what they did was they checked like airline uh yeah. history and checked like the the trails of yeah. the the airplanes, the airplanes through the sky on the maps to, to uh, yeah on maps to find out pinpoint exactly where this stream was and then they had a guy drive around the area honking his yes. horn until they could hear it on the live stream yes. and then and then so when they found it they took the flag down and replaced it with like a pepe flag and a trump hat a trump yeah a trump hat and like a pepe um, like shirt, but it was basically yeah, a yeah. flag. And 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 so Hilarious. that that was that one done. That was that stream. <laughs> that was divided. season three. Yeah, that was season three. Right <laughs> now, what is it now? Now go into the the. Well, then season four one. was the other flag that they put in Liverpool oh. during. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, it was during the London one. attacks. And it was during the London attacks, and they found it and they took it down again within like twenty four hours. Yeah, and was- now he's set up a cabin in Finland and he actually gave the location that's what I'm saying he wants people to find him in Lapland Finland with two other artists that artists put that in quotes not really artists um and they put these all over in Lapland Finland 
and they're living in these cabins remotely. There's a live stream to the cabin that's linked to a stream in a museum in Finland uh, where you can go into the literal cabin in the museum, look at Shia, and text to him. Uh, that's the only communication he has is through text. It's been closed the past two days because of the obvious Good Friday on Friday and the Easter weekend. So we got to wait for a while for it to come back on. But already, somebody dressed in a Pepe mask ran in there. You know, kind of like snuck around. And because the, there are security guards there now, he's thought this through. What? And so, yeah, he, he sneaks in. It's hilarious. And he comes in. And then he runs and tries to get into the cabin. But the guard stops him right at the door. And he tries to walk away. But he, like, stops him again. And he rips his mask off. That's <laughs> hilarious. And then, I, I don't know how true this is. I think it is. But apparently Shia plagiarized a tweet. Because you could see, like, in the live stream you know, online, it shows you the responses going back and forth. And apparently the thing he said, he plagiarized a tweet that was by a furry. So he, he it's like like 4chan within 4chan within 4chan. It's 4chanception going on. We only have one uh, last minute here to talk about this silly absurdity. But Shia's just still trying to be the attention-seeking... Uh, failure that he is. Give up, Shia, if you're listening to this. <laughs> give up. Yeah. You will not win. <laughs> Shia, de- hashtag Shia divide us. He will not divide us. But it's he's, called he's a end up in a mental hospital at he? the end of this. Well, he did get raped, so he may have, you know, ser- no, seriously, like he may have uh, some screwed up, you know, things going on. No, in his I head. mean, nobody's, nobody's that dumb. Like, you know, we make fun of him for being dumb. Like, he's got some serious he's issues. Dumb. I feel bad for the guy. I you do. Know, I, I mean, I just. Like it's like one of those special kids that keeps trying to make friends, and, and then you just like, you're just oh. like, go away. You're just gonna keep getting used by your jerks tool. on 4chan. Yeah, he's such a tool to 4chan, but it's called hashtag alone together. It's trying. I know it's sad, isn't it? But it's not. It's strong. But he see at least he's not calling it stronger together. So there is benefits of this. But at the same Weaker time, together. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get the hashtag treading people. But uh, final thoughts on this is just his silliness is going is to keep going. 4chan is already trying to track him down with the wood in the background. They're, like, looking at Airbnb. I they found it, though. They claim they did, but now they, they haven't gotten people out there to mm-hmm. check it. But apparently they think they found him in an Airbnb cabin. And so they're going to go out there and, like, have, like, a – they said they're specifically going to have a woman because they think she'll get in there to check it out. But anyway, uh, I have to end this quickly. Sorry, I can't give you a last thought, but this has been the Line 90.7 FM. Keep your eyes out for Shy because 4chan going to track him down and do something to him. I don't know what. Uh, this has been Real News Radio. Uh, look out for Shia and stay safe and stop reading fake news. We'll see you next week.